0: Welcome Welcome. to the Run With Us podcast, your show for everything Chicago Bulls. And now, your co-hosts, Michael Labalarte and Kevin McKenna. All right, Bulls fans, welcome back. Episode 9 of the Run With Us podcast. My name is Kevin. I'm with my co-host, Michael, here. And let's get right into the good stuff. So, Daylon Terry, 56 points in the crossover Pro-Am this weekend. 15 rebounds, 7 assists.
1: Michael, did you see this at all? Yeah. And when I saw it, I thought about shout-out to those who said he can't score the ball because he went there and put up – he didn't just put up, like, 30. He put up 56 points. That's insane.
0: there's not that much defense played in these Um, Pro-Ams. I'm pretty sure the – Jamal Crawford's pro-am is a little notorious for this. However, to put up a stat line like that regardless it's is
1: 56 points.
0: <laughs> pretty insane. That's
1: a lot of points.
0: 15 rebounds. You know, we know he's a big guard, so to see him out there grabbing those boards, that's very nice. 7 assists. We knew he can he's unselfish. A good hustler, so we know he could throw that rock around. And he's just so athletic.
1: There's the layup package that dude has is yeah. insane. Yeah, he no, gets up so insane. high for his layups, and he's able to like hang and do all these things with his uh his long arms.
0: It's nice to see Dalen Terry going out and joining all of these like little leagues around the, you know, during the summer. Yeah,
1: it's like he's acting like he's been in the league for a little bit. You know, that's how you earn respect around the league. You, Obviously, you, you, as we know,
0: he played in the Drew League, um, the D- Bros Pro Runs. He was part of that as well. So he's he's just been out there. He's, he's been, been on three of them already. <laughs> yeah. He's just been out there getting his runs in uh during the offseason. It's it's awesome to see.
1: A lot of players still in Cabo. Dylan Terry's out here, you know, getting buckets to the guys in three different states. Right.
0: Literally. No. It's 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 uh pretty cool to see. So I I truly haven't I don't know if it's because I'm so locked in on the Bulls stuff, but it's it's hard for me to find another player that has been so proactive.
1: Yeah, honestly, like especially for rookies. A rookie. I know I Paulo's been doing it a little bit, but you know that's he's the number one draft pick. Everyone knows Paolo Banchero.
0: On a similar note, DeMar Rosen back in the Drew League, uh, he's been there pretty consistently so far. Now his team was in the playoffs. They just finished round one. I think it's just a one game, uh, one game round, and. DeMar DeRozan, pretty dominant as usual in these Drew, drew leagues as he usually is, uh, and moves his team on to the second round. I don't know if you saw that at all, Michael. But
1: uh, oh yeah, that that's that's really the. I think that's cool of him to to stick with it because you know he's been playing there a couple times and now his team has a chance to win. So he's he's hanging around and right, and, and, yeah, and like you know you, you know and it can never hurt to have an nba player giving you 30 to, you know 40 points a game no, no. on your Drew league team so and unless i'm mistaken
0: you know these players like like Trey Young and John Collins when they played together they haven't been like as consistent right? they lost well yes that's true maybe that's why they not have not um, oh you might it's not like going back yeah, yeah yeah and like you know LeBron hasn't yeah. been back every single game for that team and um, that's DeMar's
1: love like that's his yeah. that's his hometown and, so.
0: uh, I mean no disrespect to the to the other players they are very busy they're all very talented NBA players they've got stuff to do I, but I'm just saying it's nice to see DeMar being so yeah. consistent with yeah. it and I'm I could imagine their team's gonna well go summer league action for DeMar yeah right I could imagine that uh, their team will be successful throughout the the, oh, yeah. the Drew League playoffs. Um, another thing, the NBA schedule, uh, the NBA oh. Christmas schedule. Excuse me. Oh man, came out. Uh, I assume you saw who's playing on Christmas. Yeah,
1: and I, I saw who's not playing on Christmas too. <laughs> yeah, that's the big one, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. So we they have... got the Knicks on Christmas, man. yeah. Yep. They got the Knicks on Christmas. That's what really hit me.
0: So they have uh, the Golden State Warriors, Memphis Grizzlies. That's a great game. That's a great game. Because um, their playoff, the playoff history. And yeah, so that should be very exciting. Mavericks-Lakers, that sucks. I mean, you can put the Bulls in for either of those. No one's complaining, except for uh, Maverick and Lakers fans. Nuggets-Phoenix? Solid. It's okay. It's good to see, you know, obviously we're going to see the Phoenix Suns at Christmas. Yeah. You know, not very surprising. The Knicks, Sixers. Now, I get the intrigue of this matchup.
1: I do. Because of the the division matchup. Right. But it's the Knicks. Didn't they play on Christmas last year? They they do every year. It's like them and the Lakers. The Lakers are terrible. Or I don't know if they're going to be bad this year, but they were bad last year. But they're still going to play on Christmas every day. And then we have the Celtics and the Milwaukee Bucks. No complaints there.
0: That's gonna be no, that's gonna be a fun match. Yeah, that's gonna be awesome. Although Bulls Bucks might have been fun too. Well, Celtics Heat Bulls Bucks. Throw the Bulls in anywhere here, and I would think it's exciting. I just think it's typical of the NBA as a league and whoever sets up these schedules. I mean, I'm sure it's a group decision, but
1: where's the respect? Yeah. I think they just don't take the team seriously enough, and that's fine. We'll make them what take it seriously. What do we have to do? We'll just win. We'll go out there. We'll we'll show up and win. How much, how
0: much pull did Lonzo Ball have as a as a rookie in his second year? Like how he was one of the most talked about rookies. It's yeah. Lonzo Ball. But then and, you people, know, his once he gets helped.
1: traded to New Orleans, you know people don't care about him anymore because people only care about who's in L.A. and New York.
0: Demar DeRozan comes to the Bulls and he. Absolutely dominates. That's not enough. Zach Levine, an all-star once again. That's not enough.
1: Nicole Vucevic existing isn't enough, apparently.
0: Apparently. I don't understand it, quite frankly. These teams, like, yes, the Mavericks are a great team. They will be successful in the playoffs. Not Probably not contending, but they're going to be a successful team, especially the way Luka's playing. The Lakers... That's where you lose me a bit because I understand LeBron James is like Santa Claus. He's meant to play on Christmas. (laughs) I get it. But we saw how the team performed last year. And to me, that just doesn't equate another appearance on Christmas Day. all right.
1: I'll regret it.
0: The Knicks are projected to be outside of the playoffs
1: looking in. Have your Knicks on Christmas, NBA. Have your Knicks. Yeah, have the Knicks. Whatever, man. We don't you know, we don't need to play at Christmas to know what kind of team we are. It would be nice to play at Christmas. But we have your Knicks, have your Lakers, have your Mavs, and Merry Christmas.
0: <laughs> and Merry Christmas is right. More bad news. More unfortunate news. Justin Lewis, who me and you are both very fond of, uh, watched him in the summer league. Man, this guy's athletic. Man, this guy hustles. He can jump. A, he can jump. He is a big frame. Shoot a little bit, too. He could. Well, unfortunately, Justin Lewis appears to have potentially suffered a torn ACL. We know it is a serious knee injury. We don't know the specifics of it yet, but it is feared that it would be a torn ACL.
1: That's That's really unfortunate for him. And, you know... If there was any position that a G League two-way player might actually see some time at, it would be the power forward position, which is what he plays because of the lack of depth we have there. Basically the four or the five. you know, We're not going to see Javon Freeman-Liberty play because we have 17 point guards on the roster. So Justin Lewis, as much as we don't expect him to play, of all like the G League players and the summer league walk-ons that we saw, he actually had a decent shot of, of seeing some playing time. T- kind of like the Tyler Cook role from last year because you saw how much we needed you know fourth and fifth string big guys and justin lewis you know unfortunately won't be able to play this season but i hope they you know he sticks around i think i want to say he's on a two-year deal when they sign him as an unrestricted free agent um you know hopefully he heals the right way and is comes back fully healthy next season you know here's some thoughts out to his recovery process making sure everything goes smooth the bulls have uh you know, I've always had pretty good trainers, so I'm sure that they'll do a good job with him. And you know, hopefully, he comes back stronger, better, and ready to play next year.
0: Yeah, you know, obviously, it's not a terrible concern for the bigger picture, but when you look at it, look at it at a more individual standpoint, very unfortunate for Justin oh, yeah. Lewis, um, coming off a promising summer league, nothing crazy, but showed spurts of what he could be. So it's really unfortunate for him. And, of course, it's unfortunate for Bulls fans because we love to see our young players succeed. We love to see our young players healthy. Right. So that's a shame, but like you said, Michael, speedy recovery uh, to Justin Lewis, and hopefully we see him back stronger next year, and we'll always get updates with that kind of stuff. Yep. So hopefully we get good news and uh, tidbits throughout
1: the season. Luckily with ACL injuries, like even though they, they require so much time out, like people are coming back faster from ACL injuries than ever before. It's actually amazing. Like it used to be, you're out for an entire season. Now it's like, all right, there's a chance you're playing by the end of the year of the playoffs.
0: That's a great point. Yeah, and
1: th- this is not just in basketball. This is like football too. Yeah. Like Saquon Bar- Barkley went down with the ACL injury a couple of years ago, and you know he was technically off the the uh, injured reserve at the end of the season. He just didn't play. So it's amazing what medicine has come to. And you know, as soon as we hear torn ACL a couple of years ago, it's like, damn, that's that's at least a year, a year and a half, maybe two years of a recovery process, but. Athletes now, they're back in, you know, 8 to 12 months, which is amazing.
0: Yeah, no, it really is incredible how far we've come. I mean, so even 10 years ago, a torn ACL would be much more...
1: Almost a career ender.
0: Yeah, it, it could be, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, that's great to see. I mean, we're We're blessed to have the technology and the ability to help these players... Heal up the best they can, really. Yeah, it I just mean,
1: makes things better for them because they miss less time and the healing goes by quicker and better.
0: Yep, that's why those trainers and those doctors are so critical yep. to a team. That's why it's good that we have um, a pretty, I'd say, one of the better medical staffs
1: Yeah, in the, in the league. With the amount of d- injuries we've dealt with, they've done a good job of keeping everyone from, you know, you've seen Zach you get the ACL injury and – you know they, he, he had the surgery and came back and has only been good. Obviously, he's had some knee problems then now, but you know most of our players that, that have come back from injury have looked good and strong and honestly even better than they were before they yeah. came back from injuries. So. I
0: mean, not to harp on this too much, but even if we look at last season with Zach Levine, he had a lingering knee problem, the thumb problem that was managed and maintained. I felt pretty well. It it did. Pose a bit of an issue, especially early on with the thumb injury for Zach Levine. We saw it shooting. We saw it dribbling, definitely. But as a whole, bigger picture, that could have definitely been a lot oh, worse. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Zach Levine, no knee stuff this summer. We've heard of anything. He's got some insane bounce. We're getting videos of that. So that hasn't been a problem at all. And the thumb, as we know, healed up during the season pretty well. He hasn't really spoken about it, not really spoke on it. So, yeah, no, I mean, it, it all seems to be handled pretty.
1: Shout out to the doctors and the trainers, keeping everyone, keeping everyone's bones in the right spots. <laughs> yep,
0: absolutely. Um, let's take it overseas. Uh, Bulls' new role player, point guard Goran Dragic. Uh, he's obviously playing for Slovenia right now. Yep, and I can only imagine you saw that insane game. Oh player. my god, that was did did it look a little like?
1: Prairie to you. Gave me some the Mar versus the Pacers vibes, but, <laughs> but doesn't matter if it goes in, does it? No, no, it doesn't matter.
0: And obviously Luca plays for that team as well. Yes, so that that is kind of a power. Well, you got Luke on your team. You're a powerhouse team. Let's
1: go doing some uh some negotiating, maybe. No, no,
0: no. <laughs> uh, you know, obviously that'd be incredible if we could <laughs> if we could work our way around that, but. um
1: Grizz so recruiting. They, I was like if I hit this game winner, you got to come play for the Bulls. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Watch this. <laughs> Watch this. <laughs> They're in the timeout. Uh so um yeah, so Dragic and luca lead that team. That final play to break it down a little bit. Uh Dra- Dragic is running up the sideline. Kind of penetrates a bit. Time's running low, falls back, takes a quick step back, fades, and throws up this rainbow three (laughs) that absolutely splashes, doesn't even touch the rim, it doesn't look like. And they're going nuts. Everyone goes nuts. I mean, it's not the NBA. It's not on our... It wasn't in a Bulls jersey, but... I mean, I knew this. I knew Goran still had it. Like Goran's
1: always been like that. It's just yeah, that. He's yeah. Like thirty six now, so can he do it? You know, it for twenty five minutes a game. But you know, he's been playing his ass off with uh, the Slovenian team with along with Luca, and you know, they're lucky to have a guy like that leading the, t- the national team.
0: Yeah, he actually led the team because I know that he had twenty eight points, and now that I'm looking, Luca had twenty three. Um,
1: we got the better score. <laughs>
0: <laughs> if only it worked like that. But, yeah, and to be down one – no, I'm sorry, to be down two points and to take that ballsy step back three, I mean, he's got nothing
1: to lose, right? He's going to get along so well with Damar. They're yeah, going is, to They're going <laughs> to compare shots.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, that was that was just ballsy. That was that was pretty awesome, honestly. So, Goran, I don't know how much playing time you're going to get in the Bulls, but if you can do that stuff like that when you do, we'll love you here. We'll love you either way.
1: Only if it goes in.
0: Yeah, unless you miss. Did I mention that? <laughs> unless you miss, because that's not going to fly. So, yeah, that was uh, that was really cool. And probably the most exciting Bulls news to come out recently is the comments Giannis made yesterday, I believe. Yep. Today is Monday, the 15th of August. The comments Giannis made yesterday don't necessarily hold too much weight on them, but it's definitely something somewhat significant. Obviously, Obviously, he said... Milwaukee's his spot right now. Of course, it would be, I mean, yes, they did come off of a tough loss uh, in that playoff series versus Boston last year. However, they're still a powerhouse, an amazing team, and Chris Middleton will be back fully healthy next year. Right. However, he did say that Chicago's a great place. Yeah. And that who knows, we could possibly see him playing in Chicago somewhere down the line.
1: Can you imagine Giannis Antetokounmpo getting announced in the Bulls starting five after those intros. No. I can't. You can't? No, I can't, can't me it's It doesn't just so seem like a likely. Now, the funniest part is as soon as this man said that sentence, every Bulls fan page, every Bulls Twitter account I saw it all over the place. And I'm here for it. That's what I love about Bulls fans. It's like Oh, we all know that it's just, it, it, it means nothing what he said because he's just saying, oh, I can end up playing for another team. And I think the Bulls were probably the first team on his mind. Right. But for us, we're like, all right, so how exactly are we getting him? When are we getting him? And how does he fit into the starting rotation? Right. Like, <laughs> we have completely just lost ourselves in this. And I'm here for it. Like, because we all know we're not, you know, we're not idiots in the fact that we think Giannis is going to be a Bull next season. Giannis is not going anywhere for a long time. It's nice to think about the fact, the thought of Giannis playing on the Chicago Bulls. I mean, that's why
0: I love Bulls fans. Kevin Durant could be visiting family in Chicago, his third cousin. Yeah. And Bulls fans are like, well, it's settled. I mean, we're going to have to clear up cap space now. I don't know why we haven't <laughs> done it already. <laughs> Kevin Durant says <'cause laughs> Kevin Durant is going to be a Bull. <laughs> Kevin Durant will say, yeah, Kobe White, he's a good player. I like him. Kevin Durant says Bulls Dur- confirmed. <laughs> confirmed. <laughs> confirmed. <laughs> Sorry, Brooklyn. Brooklyn's all in a panic. Yeah. It's like, uh oh. Kevin Durant said something about Kobe White. You know what that means. Kobe White is a promising player. Oh, excited to see you in the starting lineup next year, Kev. Kevin,
1: so, like Draymond Green's gonna <laughs> be in a podcast saying that the Bulls are like have a nice team for the next year, and then he's like, why isn't he on the team yet?
0: <laughs> Draymond Green has Demar DeRozan, the team that DeMar plays for, the Chicago Bulls, right in front of him, and says something nice about the team. Bulls fans, Draymond Green, <laughs> generational defender, <laughs> confirmed to the Chicago Bulls. I love it. Um, it's, it's exciting yeah, to talk exactly. about. Yeah, exactly. That's why I
1: love Bulls fans, because yeah.
0: we all know what the real reality of the situation is, but we still go berserk with these ideas anyway. So Giannis would be 32 years old when the contract's up. I see a nice three-, four-year contract for Giannis to come over
1: and get us some buckets.
0: But if, if we're going to think about it realistically— Thirty two years old, it's Giannis. I don't see him regressing too much by nah, then. He'll be, so he'll be all right. with that body, with that frame. I know. So probably something to look into more heavily when that time actually comes. I mean, as of right now, it's just fun to think about. It's it's you gotta indulge the there's no gravity the dreams it. a little no bit. Weight. Um as far as bulls bulls rumors right now, that that's kind of it. I'm well, getting a little no, tired. We gotta of talk the... about
1: the the eighth oh eighth seed projection. I think it was bleacher report, right? Or was it ESPN? Bleacher report. And they have the Bulls. While us having a good record. I guess they're just predicting the East is gonna be insanely good next year. We have they gave us the eighth seed. Which is uh a little bit disrespectful considering we were the one seed for a while last year, and we did get in as a sixth seed. Now, it didn't go well for us in the playoffs, so there's a, I, I, I'm not asking for the one seed next year by these, you know, articles, but, you know, maybe a four or five or even a six or a seven, but the eight seed, we're going to be in the play-in, I, you know, it's just a little, it's just a little unfair to a team with three All-Stars, you know, and the depth and talent that we have on this team.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's like you said, did we not prove anything last year? So we have our starting five intact first two weeks of the season. (laughs) And it's early on, but we're kind of dominant. I think it's safe to say. We're very
1: dominant early on. Top 10 offense, top 10 defense. People forget that the Bulls didn't have their team last year. That was not the Bulls. Like, we had every week we had a new key player getting injured. We never had our whole healthy roster, even in the playoffs. And when we did, we were one of the best teams in the league. But for, you know, other teams, they're they're saying, oh, these teams are going to be great. What happens if they go down? Like, why do the Bulls get disrespected when we haven't even seen the entire team play for a long period of time? I, I think it was Kobe White that said it, that a lot of the teams that have been in contention, like the Bucks, like the Suns, like the, you know, the, the main teams, the, the Mavericks, the Warriors, these teams have been constructed over a long period of time their cores have played together for years you know even the Celtics you know Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum they were you know raised together from the draft through Marcus Smart's been there right like the Bulls completely overhauled their roster and in the first year of that they went you know we were one of the best teams in the east for most of the season and then we just had unfortunate you know injuries and stuff that that made us fall but when we were good and healthy we were one of the best teams in the east so why if we're expecting the team to be, you know, ninety percent healthy with just Lonzo Ball in question, why are we the eight seed? No, it does not add up. I cannot, for the life of me, understand it. Like I said, I'm not asking to be the one seed. I'm not saying we're the best team in the East. A lot of teams in the East got better this year. I'm not asking to be a top five seed. Sick, even a 6th seed again, which is I still think that would be disappointing. But it's a realistic seed for the Bulls. Yeah, absolutely. There's a lot of talent in the East, and
0: we're not delusional here. We understand that. Some of the size of these teams and the youth of these teams, we don't necessarily compete with. But the eighth seed? I'm having trouble understanding where that comes from. Not to beat a dead horse here, but I don't understand what we have to do and how successful we have to be throughout a season to earn that respect. You see many teams who suffer injuries. They have an off year. They get surpassed a bit, but the next season, the projections oh so and so should be healthy so and so should have the core back together so be ready to see them competing again this year in the playoffs i don't ever see that with the bulls no it it's not it's not consistent in that aspect if we have an injury and we start to fall in the standings we're counted out for the next season it does it doesn't add up i i, I think the fact that we
1: we're able to get the sixth seed last year and even stay there with all the amount of injuries we had, with the amount of key players that we weren't getting that weren't getting minutes because they were on the bench or on on the shelf. Like that, that should give us even more credit because yeah. we could have easily fell into the, the play eighth in. seed into the plan. Yeah, and you know we did fall a lot and we did get really bad at the end of that season, but we did what we did and get in the playoffs and stay out of the plan, and that deserves credit. Also, real quick, it was ESPN that did these okay. that did these uh, power rankings. So just had to clear that up real quick. But yeah, like we going into this year, the Bulls have one of the best teams in the East on paper. So if, they, if that's what they're if that's what they're basing this on, because a lot of teams have added new talent so we haven't seen them play before, then I think the Bulls should be like you said, five or six seed, most reasonable spot for them. Right. But the eight seed, that's saying they're barely even in the playoffs. They're a fringe playoff team. That's just. A little disrespectful, but you know, the players are gonna take this as motivation. The coaches are gonna you know, stick this in the player's head, like, hey, they got you as the eight seed. What do you have to say about that? Zach's not having it. Zach's not having it, DeMar's not having it, Caruso I know isn't gonna have it, and Vooch is gonna just absolutely get livid.
0: I'm sure you saw Caruso uh working on those threes. We got some videos yeah, coming yeah.
1: out. I saw he's been working on the jump shot because it was a bit of a down year with the jump shot yeah, last it was. year. But we know good. him as a forty percent shooter. You know, a little bit down last year, but yeah. I, I have no I have no problems with the way Caruso shoots. I think he's going to be just fine. You know, he was dealing with injuries all year anyway, yeah. so.
0: It's good to see. Look, yeah. Looking good. Jump shots looking clean.
1: Did you see Steven Adams in uh? Yeah. He's apparently been working on yeah. three-point shot and is planning to use it next year? Yeah. That's deadly. You know, Steven Adams, we had that
0: funny moment last year where Steven Adams almost kind of benched himself because yeah. he understood that the matchup wasn't right. right. I believe it was the first round. Mm-hmm. Um... What a great selfless player, and this just goes to show even more what he's willing to to do to win. He's like, okay, the league's changing. You know, already one a, a great rebound, one of the best rebounds in the league. All could be considered the best offensive re- rebounder. One of them, at least, yep. yeah. Um, and now he's, you know, what the league's changing. I'm going to get out there outside <laughs> of the 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 line and, and just shoot the rock
1: I, I don't think he's gonna shoot many a game he might see one to two shots if that but he's working on it but hey if he's hitting a three a game that's our that's more than they were getting you know what if Steven Adams is working on his three-point shot in the offseason the hell is Ben Simmons doing oh Jesus I'm just saying man I'm just saying who knows <laughs> Who knows? We might see Ben. Steve- maybe Ben Simmons. Simmons is gonna come- maybe it's gonna be maybe Ben Simmons and Stephen Adams will lead the league in three point percentage this year. Well, I'm not.
0: I'm not expecting that. However, <laughs> um, I, I think Ben Simmons. We might see a newer Ben Simmons this yeah. year. I'm not a Ben Simmons fan by any means. I'm not a a Nets fan by any any means. But I'm excited to see him play. Me too. It's it's gonna be nice yeah. to see him play again. I think, although he brings some stuff on himself. You know media they've been really media, hard on him. social media as well, really tough on him, so it'd be cool to see him kind of clap back at some haters, you know what I mean, yep, all right then uh guys, make sure you rate us, give us a follow on whatever platform you're on, feel free to leave a review criticism, any criticism is good criticism, and we just appreciate your support, so thank you very much, guys. can't wait to talk to you guys next week and who knows we might have actually something in the works um we won't play that hand yet but you'll know it when you hear it so uh, stay tuned so run with us guys thank you thank you